0: All right, uh, Cal this week. Um, first of all, coming up on the halfway point of the season. This will be, uh, for us at least, exactly halfway. Um, both coming off losses, ironically enough, to Oregon State, uh, both us and Cal. Uh, they're, they're much improved on offense this year. They're averaging over 400 yards and, and 30, over 30 points a game. I think it's 425 and 32, to be exact, something like that and uh very balanced uh, almost exactly the you know rushing and passing yardages is, is very similar about 215 uh on each uh in each phase um or three and three and uh you know we got them at home which will be nice you know we love playing in front of our crowd here at rice eccles so that'll be a positive uh one o'clock kick another positive we seem to have lucked out this year with the uh with the afternoon or the early afternoon kicks or, or even morning kicks. So, so that's been a, a, a nice, pleasant change for us. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. So, uh, you know, I, you know, we have the one loss in conference play, which is, you know, disappointing for us obviously, but I'll be shocked if anybody goes through this league uh, undefeated, I just don't see that happening. Could be wrong, but, but, uh, there's so many good football teams in this league. I just don't know if anybody can, can run that gauntlet uh, undefeated. But uh, time will tell. So Justin, what do you got for me today?
1: OK. So based on the current quarterback situation, does it remind you of back in the John Hayes days when he had
0: a hmm. Very similar. Yeah, very, uh, pretty beat up that year. And, and uh, John came in and, and uh, did some good things for us. And, mm-hmm. and so there is some, there is some uh, similarity to that. But uh, just keep forging ahead. That's all you can do. And, and uh, that's what we plan on doing, just uh, moving forward.
1: Kyle, is this something now in retrospect? Is there anything you change with this quarterback situation, knowing what you know now? Or kind of how, how would that change?
0: Wow, that's a good question. Um, like knowing Cam's scenario and the yeah, whole just deal? maybe like
1: your preparation for maybe just helping guys a different way or maybe it's, it's how you the messaging or whatever it may be.
0: Ah, uh, you know, that's a tough question. I,
1: I don't know if I have a good answer for that.
0: Um, yeah, I probably don't have a good enough answer to waste your time with it. So, what are you chuckling at? I try to dummy things down for you all the time. But. Is, it, uh, is it your rock and roll fantasy? Um You said last week that you would know sooner right. rather than later if it available. Is that like Monday? Tuesday? Yeah. That's like today. Yeah. That is today. So, we're there. Is we're there at nothing? that point. No, no. If somebody can give me one reason why it would help us win more to, to announce it, then I'll, I'll tell you everything. But I can't think of one thing. If you think of one thing, let me know. Because I'd be excited to hear it.
1: So, so knowing that getting an answer at some point today about CAM's availability if he can't go, does he practice at all? Do all those snaps get invested in the starter and the backup? You know? Yeah, if
0: he's unable to go, then we would need to uh, invest all the snaps in the guys that are able to go. Now I say all the snaps, there's still ways to work Cam into practice without diluting what the other guys are doing. You know, there's different drills and things that he can participate in if it comes to that, and that's essentially what we've been doing a lot of the weeks uh, prior. And uh, so, yeah, he will. he will continue to be... Involved, But uh, if it's deemed that he can't play, then that will be scaled, obviously, way back from, from what it would be if if he's able to go.
1: Speaking of that backup quarterback situation, you said last week that with Bryson's injury, we may now be in a position where uh, Luke Batari, Brandon Rose, might hold yeah. on. Is that still the case? Still
0: the case, yeah. We're still uh, trying to figure out Brandon's situation, or Brandon Bryson's situation as well. And so... Uh, that's two you know, too unknowns at this point. Yeah.
1: Do you have clarity on Brandon's availability? His availability? Yes.
0: Yeah. He's he's available. Brandon's available, but but uh, like I said, I think last week he's missed six, seven weeks of of ball. That's a big chunk of time to miss and try to come back in and get caught up.
1: With, with uh, Cal, I mean, you said they're a balanced team. Is there anything particular from that Oregon State game you can glean from that, or is it a different type of a game what
0: Well, they went with a different quarterback. You know, they went back to number 15, and, uh, and that was, uh, I don't want to say a surprise, but uh, we were expecting to see the other guy when we when we turned on the film okay. or when we watched the game. You know, I'm sure most of us watched it live. But uh, RPO team, uh Apparently they've committed to number 15. That's who we expect to see. I guess, you know, that's speculation as well. But but uh, we have a pretty good idea that's who it'll be. Uh, good running backs, impressed with their running backs, one and 22 in particular. Uh, got the receiver that's caught a bunch of balls, 30-plus catches. Um, but, again, they're, you know, it was an offensive shootout with Oregon State. Well, it was a 50-something, 40-something. So so a lot of offense in that game, very, very dramatically different than what we Experienced at, at Oregon State, you know, it was more of a defensive showdown, so, so a different type of game.
1: Your defense has played really, really mm-hmm. well. Are there any areas of opportunity for improvement?
0: Always opportunity for improvement. Um, we're not getting quite as many takeaways as we typically have gotten through the years. We're not bad. I think we're in the, you know, fourth, fourth or fifth in the league in takeaways, but, but not as many as we're accustomed to. Uh, can always get more pressure on the quarterback, even though we're what fourth or fifth in the league in sacks um run defense has been stout playing really good there. third downs have been outstanding and that's really a critical stat that a lot of people overlook because the third down is a mini turnover if you stop third down you're getting the ball back and so uh, and also fourth downs as well we, we lump them all into conversion downs third and fourth down are conversion downs and we're playing really well there uh so yeah there's room for improvement but they've done a lot of good things uh, a whole lot of good things
1: is it your expectation that you'll get some of those guys out, some of those guys have been out back
0: this week? We hope so. Uh, none of them, I can say, none of them were able to go last week. Last week was a you know, a week to try to get some guys healed up, but uh, we'll find out more today at practice what we got.
1: What is something right now that you're take pride in about your football
0: team halfway through the season? Um, I would say how uh, they've handled adversity. I think they've done a nice job handling adversity. We had... Uh, You know, we've had some tough spots through the season, and uh, they seem to uh, have a great attitude, a great mentality towards that. Uh, Stick together, you know, they stuck together very well. We know we've played better on O than we have on D so far, but there's been uh, absolutely no uh, finger pointing or any of that type of thing. They've done a nice job of of, uh, staying staying unified. And uh, so, yeah, I'd say those things.
1: What is the strength of Cal's defense right now?
0: Uh, good question. Um, not to say they don't have strength, but just to pick one. Uh, you know they're playing mostly even front. They got some good edge guys, a couple good backers. Uh, the boundary corners a good player. Uh, not a lot of pressure. You know, about 10% on control downs, first second downs, it goes up to about 25% on third down. But uh, they're just playing very sound, solid football. Uh, and Coach Wilcox is a really good defensive coach. I mean, that's his forte. And, and you know you're always going to get sound schemes and and uh, fundamentals and technique out of uh, out of uh, teams that he coaches. Four teams, before you even got to the halfway point, have had to play multiple quarterbacks, obviously, including yourselves. As a program, what can be done to make sure when and if that happens? That the backup, well, backups are ready to go for. yeah that would be uh, <laughs> you know an ideal situation I'm going to tell you right now it's much harder to have uh, maintain quality backups in your program because of the portal that you know quarterbacks don't want to sit and if they're if they're uh, think they should be playing they're not going to hang around as a number two or number three and so they're going to be on the move and so that's a very fluent uh, fluid fluent, not fluent, fluid position um, it, uh, a lot of transition. The mo- that, that room has got more change from year to year than any room in the, you know, in, I'm sure in anybody's building, just because of the nature of, of how that works. But uh, you know, if you're this day and age, if you have a, a solid two, you're in good shape. And not not to say we don't, but it's just more difficult because of the, the portal and, and quarterbacks being on the move, and where only one can be on the field. Uh, they typically don't want to, unless they're a real young guy behind a, a, you know, a senior. That's a that could be the exception. Did you go after a transfer in the portal this year? Did we? Okay. Uh, no, we we were uh, expecting that uh, you know we'd be set, and uh, I don't know who we could have attracted knowing that Cam was coming back. You know that's another thing. There was not, you know, who's going to come sit behind Cam? If you're in the portal, you're in the portal to go play somewhere, not sit again or wherever you're doing at your your uh, first school. But uh, yeah, that would have that was not uh, an ideal situation for really any quarterback to come to us this past offseason.
1: I believe recently the NCAA changed the transfer portal window again. Mm -hmm. Are you in favor of that or what do you you see with that? It's
0: not a big deal. 30 days, 645 days. I mean, it doesn't matter. As long as, you know, there's going to be opportunities at the end of each semester is what it sounds like. And so whether they trim it down and you have to make your decision a little sooner or later, I don't think that'll really have much of an impact at all.
1: Kyle, will the quarterbacks who go on the portal really have leverage and opportunity? The guys who go in with a red shirt a year plus a couple years to play so that they are prepared to be a backup if, some, if an opportunity opens, but they're also there to compete for starting Jobs without
0: losing I guess that's a scenario, a possibility, but uh, I think most of them go in wanting to find a place to play right away. And a lot of them are, are guys that were established at the school they're at. You know, there's not some of them are, are starters already. Where they're they just want to improve their situation or get a bigger uh, chunk of NIL. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why they get on the move, but but that certainly could be one of them if you got a redshirt year and that gives you a, a little bit of time to. Uh, Learn the system and, and, and maybe sit behind an established guy, knowing that
1: you're the heir apparent. I guess that's a, you know, that's a good point. Johnny Mayea was always listed as the starter at center. Obviously, was injured coming in. Mm-hmm. Jaron moves over into that position. He's done it all year. Are you, are you seeing that as kind of the permanent spot for Jaron, or how do you how do you kind
0: of? Uh, not permanent. Uh, get, did get some guys banged up in the last game, uh, O line wise, and so we may have to shuffle the deck again this week, and uh, we'll see. You know, it's you know, it's Monday, and we got. You know the entire week to to work through that. But we want to get that solved sooner rather than later. But I think today will tell us a lot about where we're at in that regard. I know it will.
1: Same with uh, uh, Jonah Ellis. He, in the, at least the two weeks that was released, he overtook Van. Is that just kind of indicative of how he's played? Or? Yeah,
0: number one sack. Guy in the country, at least he was. I think before this past weekend, I'm not sure if he still is, but but uh, he's had a tremendous year and, and is a uh, tremendous football player. Although he got banged up in the last game as well, so we got uh, quite a few question marks that we don't know right now that uh, we got to answer next day or two. We'll pay attention to any of the uh, publicity over the weekend since you made the announcement with the trucks, because it seemed like you talked about ahead of time that it would draw
1: national attention and seem like it
0: did? From what I hear, I don't have much time to, to get online or anything like that. But but from what I've got, feedback-wise, uh, very favorable. I guess there's a few uh, naysayers out there. But but I think it gave us uh, the net result was very positive. And, uh, appreciate the you know the collective uh, making that possible for our guys I mean it's you know no situations ever perfect and you know some were griping I understand about well not everybody got one yeah well not everybody gets NIL deals I mean that's just the nature of the it you know it's like the NFL some guys make 20 million some guys make 400,000 I mean it's it's different it's different uh, for every guy and it's uh, you know, it's free enterprise, I guess, what you could say, but but uh, definitely a positive for our program. Overall, a big positive and a, a real uh, selling point for uh, future recruits.
1: Is your running game at this point
0: where you want it? Not at all, not even close. That's one of the di- disappointments. Uh, you know, last week we were out without uh, Jaquindon and, and Charlie and Makai, of course, have been gone. So it's been Jalen Glover, and uh, he's given us good effort, but. We got to get, uh, you know, five yards of carry is kind of the benchmark. Of what we're looking for, and we're not getting that—not even close. And so that's that is a uh, a big uh, issue for us right now and a, a point of concern.
1: I'm just curious because throughout the season, a couple times you've said I've never experienced anything like this in my career when it comes to the injuries, right. the quarterback situation. I really, the list goes on. So I'm just curious, what have you learned? about this like for yourself as a head coach about this season when dealing with such chaos
0: and shake. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe get a Ouija board or something to help out <laughs> with the injuries. You know, I don't know. It's, it's stuff that, and we've looked at it from every single angle. Uh, are we doing something wrong in practice? Are we training wrong in the offseason? We, we look at uh, constant, constant trying to figure out why the, uh, just the mass influx of, of guys that can't be on the field and haven't found any real... Uh, one thing that we say, oh, that's it we got identified it's just just trying to and maybe could just be bad luck you know that's that's you know just a unfortunate situation but but you move on because like I said nobody cares I've said that many times your opponents are thrilled that you're all beat up and so can't feel sorry for yourself you just got to figure out how to put your best guys out there and put them in position to succeed that's what we're trying to do were
1: you surprised by any of the results in the Pac-12 this weekend
0: Surprised. Uh, Arizona sure played USC tough, you know, three overtimes. That was uh, being able to hang with them on the road. That was, uh, I think that's indicative of, of uh, what Jed Fish has been able to do there, made a lot of progress. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Colorado won again. I don't think that was a surprise. I think that was a fairly uh, close uh, point spread, you know, as far as the prognosticators, if that's the right word. Um, Refresh my memory. Who else? Who else UCLA, played? UCLA Washington State. Uh, UCLA got them. You know UCLA is a good football team, particularly on defense. So I don't think that was a surprise. Although that game could have gone either way. Uh, Huskies. Did they play? I think they were idle. Yeah, they were idle. So no, I don't think there was any big surprises that you look at and say, Wow, that's a, you know, that's a head scratcher. That uh, that really is uh, something you didn't see coming. I would say that uh, everything was. Uh, I don't want to say. know what you'd expect but uh, it was uh, not a real weekend for upsets or surprises in the league okay guys thanks